Welcome to the Freedom Public Square. I am your host Dr. Narayan Betra. Question: Can there be ever climate justice? Last month a tiny island nation in the Pacific Ocean took a giant step for mankind. Vanuatu, an archipelago of islands like many other countries in the Indo-Pacific region such as Fiji, Sri Lanka, Maldives and Madagascar. They're all vulnerable to the ravages of extreme climate changes. The rising sea levels triggered by global environmental pollution and rising temperatures might make some islands vanish altogether. Vanuatu proposed a climate justice resolution co-sponsored by 120 countries unfortunately excluding the US which was adopted by the UN General Assembly by consensus the resolution would allow climate threatened countries and activist groups to secure an advisory opinion from the International Court of Justice ICJ regarding the obligation of various countries about mitigating the climate crisis under the 2015 Paris Climate Accord although ICJ's advisory opinion would be non-binding it would highlight the accountability of polluting nations and energize climate activist organizations for further global actions including litigation in their domestic courts just consider the confusing and contradictory policies of the Biden administration which is strongly committed to environmental protection and increased production of clean energy is landmark achievement the inflation reduction act is clearly focused on climate change which the us environmental protection agency touted as the most significant climate legislation in US history offering funding programs and incentives to accelerate the transition to a clean energy economy and will likely drive significant deployment of new clean electricity resources nevertheless the biden administration did not hesitate to open for auction 73.3 million acres of 
the Gulf of Mexico for oil and gas drilling as well as the multi-billion dollar Willow oil and gas project in Alaska. Another carbon bomb apart from the existing Permian Basin in the Texas-Mexico region. President Biden took this action despite his 2020 campaign promise banning new oil and gas permitting on public lands and waters. Ironically, President Biden's action came just after the UN's International Panel on Climate Change final report that warned of the known unknowns, including the likelihood and risks of unavoidable, irreversible, or abrupt changes. Based on scientific evidence and with a high level of confidence, the report says there is a rapidly closing window of opportunity to secure a livable and sustainable future for all. The choices and actions implemented in this decade will have impacts now and for thousands of years. The report admonishes that the expansion of fossil fuel projects must be stopped and phased out. Renewable and green technology projects alone would not solve the climate crisis. However, some eminent scholars think that the free global trade in green technology products is a viable solution for a clean, green future. Gordon Hansen of Harvard Kennedy School and Matthew Slaughter of Tuck School of Business have argued in foreign affairs that to save the world from climate disaster, we must trade free and dry. The climate inaction of the governments has already done some immense damage, which is palpable and irreversible, they say. Nevertheless, we cannot give up simply because there is no choice, they insist. A free trade agreement for green technology under the auspices of the World Trade Organization, similar to the Information Technology Agreement of 1996, which increased productivity and increased jobs all over the world, would go a long way to solve the problem, the scholars argue. This would require three pillars of action 
including free global trade in green tech products investment in environmental industries and a robust policy of immigration of skilled workers to solve the climate crisis they argue that the world needs another operation warp speed which in a short time of 18 months created covid-19 vaccines in the new incarnation of operation warp speed countries would purchase the most promising technologies from for carbon capture grid digitization and electrification from anywhere regardless of the origin the eminent scholars use the apple smartphone as a metaphor designed in america manufactured in taiwan and assembled in china their classical argument for the globalization of climate technology based on iat and operation warp speed model does not consider the changed geopolitical situation that china russia alliance to replace the liberal world order with the authoritarian model and the west determined multi-pronged response diplomatic technological commercial to meet their challenge nay actually to stop them altogether the apple smartphone supply chain model is dead as the dodo but how ironic but thousands and thousands of immigrants are waiting and perishing in the southern border the scholars attention is focused on skilled immigrants from the rest of the world who according to them would generate patentable ideas and technologies for america rather than they proposing a program for upskilling american workers that is why it is so important that business schools must train budding business leaders and corporate americans in the importance of geopolitics for doing business but the global youth too is watching and, and acting the relentless campaign spearheaded by environmental activist greta thunberg and other activists confronting world leaders for addressing and mitigating climate crisis along with myriad myriad legal challenges has opened another path for climate justice it seems one or two pacific island students fighting change took a lead role in moving the un resolution for the international court of justice 
In Canada, several youth organizations have filed court cases claiming that their futures are in jeopardy by the climate crisis and the government's inaction. But here is the rub. In spite of consistently high levels of confidence in scientific research and in spite of frightening visuals of droughts, tornado destruction and burning forests, the impact of climate change does not give a feeling of near-death immediacy. There cannot be Operation War Speed Action Against the Climate Crisis. A new climate crisis that fires up youth environmental activism, myriad high-stake climate injury cold cases, investments in new climate technologies that create business opportunities, as professors Slaughter and Hansen argue, and most importantly, political commitment from global leaders would bring about slow mitigation of climate crisis. Thank you very much. Next week, we will talk about another important global issue.